Hello, and welcome to the podcast in my head. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before I dive into today's topics, I have to ask, have you done your daily dose of breathing? And if not, don't worry, because I am here to do it with you. So we're going to breathe in. And then we're going to breathe out. And again, we're going to breathe in. And we're going to breathe out. Does that feel better? I know that I don't. Yeah, that's kind of a big waste of time. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the very first episode of the podcast in my head. The podcast where you, the lovely citizens of the masses, get to listen to just a few of the crazy things that I've got going on in my head. How is everybody doing on this fine, what's today, uh, Wednesday? Wednesday, how's everyone doing on this fine Wednesday? Oh, what's that? You're doing great. Well, you know what? I am glad to hear it. It is January, January 4th, 4th? The 6th. Wow, I'm way off. Today is January 6th. We are almost a week into 2021. And I have to say, it's not going too terrible for me, but let me just, just in case. So, towards the end of uh, 2020, I was very privileged. I was able to go and lease myself a vehicle, which is pretty cool. Yay. Good job, man. Awesome. Wow. Thanks a lot. Yeah. So, um, I got a, uh, I got a Ford Fusion. Thought it was pretty cool. I guess it was the least beat up out of the cars that were there. So, you know, that's something, but, uh, yeah, my very first car, super, super excited, really putting me in a good place right now. And, uh, so when you buy a car, at least in Maryland, the state that I live in, um, you get your like temporary tags when you get the car and then they're good for either a month or two. And then you go and you got to go to the MVA to get like your full tax. Okay. Now MVA stands for make very angry because that is their specialty. So it finally gets to the point where my, um, tags are about to expire. So I call up the number at the MVA cause you know, with COVID, I'm pretty sure that they are changing how they're doing people coming in. So I call and uh, this guy answers and I ask him, hey, I'm trying to get my permanent tags. You know, I want to come in. How does it work? So he says, oh, you know, you just make the appointment here uh, over the phone and then uh, you just come in in person and then we'll take care of you there. You know, make sure you have your face mask, yada, yada, yada. So he says, make sure that when you come, that you bring uh, your proof of insurance and you need your Pennsylvania title because I actually bought my car in the next state over PA. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I write that down. He gives me a confirmation number and I um, go up there. So I'm like, wow, this is great. This is going to be so smooth and so easy. With them making appointments, you know, there's not going to be a line. This is going to be awesome. So I get there, and there's no line. Perfect. 
and I go up to the first lady and uh, she goes, what can I do for you? Tell her what I'm there for. And I give her my uh, proof of insurance and I give her my title. So I'm standing there waiting as she's, you know, clacking on the keyboard, putting stuff in or whatever. And she's like, well, where's your bill of sales? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you need to have your proof of sales. And I'm like, well, the guy didn't tell me that I had to have a proof of sales. I said, plus, that's the title right there and my name is on it. Isn't that good enough? And she's like, no, sir, that's not good enough. You need to have your proof of sales, but it's okay. You can just stand to the side and you can call them. And then when they uh, give you uh, it in, we'll give you our fax number to give to them. And then they can just fax over your bill of sales over to us. So at that point, I'm already irritated, of course, because I'm like, why would I be able to come to the NBA and just do everything that I need to do without complications? Why did I think that today would be that day? Whatever. So I call them and um, I give them the fax number. He said, yeah, it'll only take, you know, a minute for me to get that to you. All right, no problem. So... I go back. She doesn't have it yet. And she goes, well, that's fine. I can go ahead and I can put you through uh, the desk here. And then I'll just have you go to the next window. And when they're ready for it, you know, you can just, you know, give it to them then. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I get past this first desk lady and I get over until they call you to like the individual window. And that's when you actually get your stuff taken care of. Okay. So I get over there and she's like, huh, like, I know that they were supposed to have sent us the bill of sales. It's not come in yet. I say, well, you know what? Let me go ahead and call them again. So I call the guy again and he's like, yeah, I sent it. Did it not come in? And I'm like, no, no, it didn't. So I said, how about I give you the number again just to make sure that I, you know, just, just to make sure that we both got it right. So I start reading him the number and this second lady as I'm reading, it goes, no, 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 that's not the right number. And I'm like, what do you mean that's not the right number? And she's like, yeah, that's not the right number. That's not our fax number. And she writes down a different phone number and gives that to me. And I read that off to the guy and he finally gets, you know, that sent to me. So I want to flip out. I'm already at this point ready to flip because I'm like, this lady gave me the wrong number. Like I could have had this done sooner, you know, every second. The NBA is like the damn hyperbolic time chamber, okay? You could spend one hour in there, and in the real world, it's all day, okay? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you can spend, like, five minutes. I don't know. Whatever. So, I, um, it's whatever. We, we finally get that sorted out. And, um, oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. So, I wanted to flip out because I'm sitting here like, I've been here all this time. I got better things that I can be doing. You know, like, how do you not even know the number to your own damn job? Like, you're sitting at a desk all day. You don't have that much to do. And then, you know, as soon as those thoughts start start creeping in my head, I go, calm down, calm down. Look at it from, from her perspective. You've worked at jobs before. You didn't know the phone number right off the top of your head. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. But then again, when I didn't know the number, if I wasn't certain on it, I'd just look it up. But whatever. You know, just print it off on a receipt. It's at the top of every receipt. Not a big deal. Move on. So 
we finally get it taken care of. And I had an idea. I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be around $200 to get the um, the title is like 100 and the tag is like another like 30 and something like that. So I'm looking at like eh, $200, not really a big deal. So she tells me the total. And um, I have APD, audio audio processing disorder. So like people will talk to me and I can hear them speaking, but just it's like their words are fine. It hits my ear and it's fine. But then when my brain goes, so this is what they're saying, it's just all jumbled. Okay. So I heard something $14. So I'm like, okay, like what? $214, not a problem. So I go and I put my card in and on the screen it says, $614, $614, press press the green button to confirm. And I'm like, $614? That's how much it costs? Really? And the lady there is like, yeah, I'll put you off the receipt and it'll have the breakdown of everything that's on there and, you know, why it costs, how much it does. So I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Because I'm not going to sit and argue with this woman right here. First of all, she's not the person that controls it. You know, she's really just a pencil pusher. Okay. So yelling at her would be a waste of my time. Also, you catch a lot more bees with honey than with vinegar. Okay. Granted, I don't really think you want to be catching bees unless you're a beekeeper, but all right, whatever, moving on. So I leave and I get in and right across from the NVA is a Walmart. I'm like, sure. I'll shoot in there, you know, grab some stuff. And it's not until I get to that Walmart that it really, like, sets into me. Oh, 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 I'm skipping a whole part. Look at me. ADHD all over the damn place. So she gives me the receipt. And uh, sure enough, it's, like, what I think it is. It's, like, 100 and, like, something for the title. And then it's, like, 30 or 40 bucks for the tag. And then there was some, like, 15 or $20 other charge I don't really recognize. And, like, a $330 pretty much tax because I bought my car from out of state, but then I'm getting it titled in Maryland. And I'm like, I get to the Walmart parking lot and I I park and I call my mother up because she knows, you know, everything and I'm a moron. So I'm like, seriously, $330 just because I bought my car from out of state. Are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, wow, that's really crazy. She's like, uh, See, I don't really know because I I bought all my cars in Maryland, but uh, yeah, that's really crazy that they're charging me that much. And I'm like, yeah, that's like that's fucking insane. That's fucking insane. What are they charging me three hundred and something dollars for? Like, where is that money actually going? And then I just spiral down because once I start getting mad like that, it's it's really just a downhill downhill spiral. Um, so I'm like. 300 just because I bought it from out of state. And then I'm like, you know, people have been displaced because of COVID, okay? And they're still not on their feet, all right? Now, thankfully, I'm not one of those people, all right? I'm very fortunate that I was able, that my job was considered, um, what do they call it? Important, pretty much. Um, essential, there we are. My job is an essential business. So I'm very fortunate. And But at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, what if I wasn't in that position? Let's say that I needed to get a job. I finally got my job, but my job is kind of a distance. I can't walk there. I got to get there somehow. So I scrape up as hard as I can, and I get my money together to be able to put the money on my car, okay? 
Thankfully, the money that I put on my car was not all the money that I had, okay? But, like, if it was all that I had, if I was one of those unfortunate people, I would be screwed because, you know, not everybody can afford to just drop, let me see, I put a down payment of 1200 on my car, and uh, and then I give them, uh, and then I have a 280 a month uh, car note. And I'm like, you know, not everybody can afford this. They, like, if that was all the money that I had, I would be screwed. I wouldn't be able to title my car. And you could say, well, you know, Jonah, people who are in that situation wouldn't be going and getting a car, you know, from a dealer, at least. They'll buy it from somebody else, you know, just, you know, spend fifteen hundred, two grand, just buy somebody's car outright, do it like that. You wouldn't go to a dealership if you were down like that. Yes, yes. But, you know, even those have their own pros and cons. Personally, I would rather just get the money and try to get it from a dealer because then at least I can get some kind of warranty on it, some sort of dealer warranty on it, even if it's a crappy one. Because, you know, when you buy somebody's car, you don't know what you're getting. You have no idea. So my personal preference, go to a dealership. So I'm like, I spent 600 fucking dollars, 614 fucking dollars at the NBA. And they're taking 330 of it for taxes. And where is it going? There's still, there's more panhandlers than ever before on practically every road going to the mall. There's one at every Walmart. There's one at Sam's club. There's a guy with his dog. He got a great gig going on. Uh, It's, it's ridiculous. There's still trash all over the place. I still can't go into a damn store without, you know, having to step over somebody's needle. You know that in my area where I live, they were warning people about um, people taking uh needles that are like uh diseased and such you know you know hepatitis and whatever else you can get from a dirty needle and they were pretty much positioning them on the um handle of the gas pump so that way when you go to pull you know that handle on the nozzle you get poked with the needle that was a thing that was going on in my area like why aren't the taxes going towards that? There's still potholes all over the place. You know, it, it's it's just, it's, it's completely ridiculous. And, you know, then I just further down spiral and I'm just, you know, blowing this up to be something much bigger than it actually is, okay? And I'm like, you know, this is why we're never going to get rid of COVID, Okay, because uh, our government is taking that kind of money from people when they know that we're pretty much in a recession right now and nobody's working, but they're still going to take three hundred and thirty dollars from me. Without even a well, this is what we're actually going to take it for. That's what I think we really need to be you know, fighting for. We need to be fighting for our damn governments to be telling us exactly where our tax dollars are going. Because I really feel like I'm paying all these taxes, but I don't even see where the hell the money is going. And, you know, in other countries, and let me preface this with, I do at most five minutes of research, okay? So I could be totally wrong on this. Feel free to tell me that I'm a moron at jonahd2 at rocketmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-H, the letter D and the number two at 
rocketmail.com. Other social medias for the podcast in my head will be coming soon. As soon as I get off my butt and actually make them. It literally took me like two months just to even get this started. And it wasn't even so much I didn't have the means to do so, but I was just on my butt and procrastinating and just let it get in the way. So for now, that will be the podcast emails, the one I made when I was in high school, and it's I only use it for like official stuff. Just uh, in the title, put uh, TPIMH, please, for the podcast in my head. I'd appreciate it. So as I was saying, in other countries, you know, pretty much every other country is like COVID free. Like we're the only ones where COVID is running rampant. And mainly it's because their citizens are not, you know, selfish assholes that would rather put their own convenience over the actual well-being of their other people. But another one of the reasons is because their government like went to their, you know, landowners and debt collectors and such and said, "Hey guys, you know, calm the fuck down." Okay? We got this disease going around. We need to get this shit out of here. There's no point in us, you know, and you taking money if we're all dead, okay? So just calm down. And those people were like, oh, okay. Well, I will not take the money, okay? It, it, uh, why did I say it like that? I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said it like that. But, um, yeah, those, those you know, debt collectors and, 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 you know, landowners and such were like, yeah, that makes sense. We're all kind of struggling, and it's not like we're hard up for the money. So, yeah, we can, you know chill out till this thing blows over. And plus, their governments were subsidizing them a lot better than they were us. We, you know, America's got $1,800 for all of 2020, but in other countries, they were getting like two grand a month. So, you know, that also helps. And then you got people that are like, man, we need to let people get back to work. No, we don't need to let people go get back to work. Go back to work for what? So they can go work, so they can go put jet fuel in these billionaires' jets? Because believe me, they're not hurting because of COVID believe me they're not hell look at kim kardashian she just put her friends she just took her friends to a goddamn you know private island where they could enjoy themselves believe me the rich are not hurting they could afford to go a while without that money but no everybody here is so obsessed with making a damn dollar and it's the same thing with our government that they just don't give a fuck about the rest of us and that's exactly what i'm saying with this with this whole thing of why we'll never be through with covid they took $330 from me <laughs> in taxes. You know, it, it, it mm. see, there I am flipping off again. See, I thought I was calm about it because this happened like a couple of weeks ago. I thought that I was calm about it. But just can somebody please explain to me how that makes any sense? Also, um, it took me, it only took me 15 minutes to drive from my house to where the dealership was. Now, I get it. You know, distance doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter whether you're, you know, 15 minutes from uh, PA or you're 15 inches off of the state line. Buying it from a different state is a different state. But I'm like, damn, guys, one state over, one state over. And you got to take all that. So because I didn't buy it here, like, it's, it's, it's just, it's completely ridiculous to me. It, it really is. And, um... You know, it's, it's, I'm not going to say that the government is straight stealing from us, even though they are. And I'm not saying that they don't give a fuck about us, even though they don't. I'm just saying it's kind of clear 
from examples like this, and believe me, there's countless and countless others, that we're just not going to ever be rid of COVID. The people are too stupid, really. People are too selfish. The government's too selfish. That's what's going to be the death of us Americans, selfishness. And that's what happens when you give people total freedom. <laughs> you know, in these other countries, they don't have total freedom. They have mostly it's dictatorship. So they tell them you're going to stay your ass in your house and we're going to get rid of this. And then they go, oh, you know, OK, General, we'll stay in or else, you know, you'll cut off my head in front of all my kids. So how about I just stay inside? But then again, also, a lot of other, a lot of other countries are nicer than us here in America. But this is not about me, you know, sitting here and shitting on America. Speaking of shitting on America, you know what I uh, found out today? I usually don't stick with the news that much, but um, I was at the gym and I'm just looking at the tr- uh, looking at the TV while I'm on the treadmill. And did you guys know that that cop that shot Jacob Blake is not going to be getting charged? What kind of, you know... I used to be one of those people who would go, well, you know, if you weren't breaking the law, you know, you would have had nothing to worry about. You know, maybe if you just listened to them, you know, maybe like you would have been okay. You know, there's been a plenty of times that I have said that. And um, there, I mean, hell, there are still a couple of times where I do think that, but there haven't been at, um there have not been cases as clear as this one where I'm like, that dude wanted to kill him. How do you shoot somebody seven times in the back and just get to walk away from it? Like, it's 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 crazy. I really didn't want to believe that uh, that white privilege was as rampant as people were making it sound because me personally as a black man, I have not faced systemized discrimination based off of my color, at least not that I can recognize. I do believe that I am where I am because of my own choices. But that is something ridiculous because you know, you know that if it had been a black cop that shot that guy seven times in the back, he would have already been convicted for life. So I'm watching the TV, and uh, they're talking about what does the decision with Jacob Blake mean for sports. So like I said, I really don't pay attention to the news. Okay, I'm a nerd. I play games. So I said, well, what are they talking about? So I look it up, and I'm so you know I'm reading about it. So this article comes from the New York Times, and uh, it is written by Christina Morales, okay? And um, she's pretty much, you know, kind of just going over it. But uh, some interesting uh, points that I uh, want to read from our article. Cause I, sorry, guys, I'm kind of skimming it now. Sure, would, it would have been better if I had written it down. But, you know, I don't really work like that. Uh, so it just says uh, here, there was a thing that said, like, here's what we know. Uh, let's see. You know, did you guys know that after the decision was made that there were protests in Kenosha? in Kenosha, and two people, two protesters at Kenosha were shot and killed by a teenager, a 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, who uh, killed two people and injured another one. Now, that guy, he's actually going down for, let's see, he is charged 
going to be charged with six criminal counts, including first degree reckless homicide, which that sounds like a weird way of saying murder. First degree intentional homicide, weird way of saying murder. Uh, let's see. Uh, an attempted first degree intentional homicide. Why are they calling it intentional homicide? Why are they? What is, is murder triggering now to the masses? You know what? It, it's it's. We we have seen it everywhere. We've seen it on every social media platform. We've seen our friends talking about it. We've seen people carrying signs about it. We have seen people chanting in the streets about it. No lives can matter until Black lives matter. I believe that all lives do matter. But what I am seeing is that Black lives, unfortunately do not matter. I think that's going to just about wrap it up for this episode. I really want to appreciate, uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this one. Uh, believe me, not all the topics are going to be heavy handed. It really is going to be a mix. Um, it's really pretty much up to whatever I figure out, whatever I decide I want to uh, talk to at that time. So, I've, like I said, really thank you guys for listening. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast in my head. Feel free to write in, uh, write me with any suggestions that you have, any thoughts you have, any comments about something that I may have said. If I said something that was totally wrong, please let me know. Because uh, like I said, I, I don't read. I just don't care enough to. And that's about it. Thanks, guys. Bye. So I actually realized I didn't talk nearly as much about Jacob Blake as I wanted to. I feel like I did not do him the justice, especially considering the amount that he has not been given, that I could take at least a little bit more time to talk about him. So I figured that I would go back into that one for a little bit. So Jacob Blake was uh, he had the police called on him because there was a woman, I believe she was an ex-girlfriend, she had some sort of restraining order against him. And uh, he had, she said that he was at her apartment. So that was when the officers were dispatched to his place. Now, um, I want to make sure that I get this right. So I'm going to... Let's see. Uh, so he now he did tell the officers, they asked him if he had any weapons, and he said that he had a um, he had a knife in his car. OK, so they um, he they they said at least that he was uh, resisting arrest. One officer said that he had him in a chokehold, and like a couple other ones said that they were pretty much like in danger from this guy. And I'm like, really, one dude? There's like at what? At least there was what three officers there, I believe. And I'm sitting here like y'all. 
hell, Power Ranger Ninja Storm was three of them, and they were able to beat monsters just fine. I think y'all can take one guy without having to kill him, but I digress. So, um, I know, I, I, I know, I keep pausing here just because I really want to make sure that I do this right, and I'm looking over my notes, and I don't want to spread any mis, uh, misinformation. Uh, no, she did not have a restraining order against him. Um, there was a warrant for his arrest because he was charged with third-degree sexual assault, uh, disorderly conduct, and criminal trespassing. And then the woman who um, complained, who, like who who made that complaint that led to those charges, then called the police because she said that he was at her house. Now, before they uh, shot him, uh, he they two times tried to tase him, which for some reason, you know, the taser didn't work. That's whatever. But we do know that the only weapon that he had in his car was the knife, and it was under like the floor mat in the front of uh, in the front of his car. So, um, even though it uh, doesn't make a difference whether they were there or not, they shot that guy in front of three of his kids. He was getting into his car, and he was trying to leave, and they were like, "You can't leave." And he was trying to leave, and they shot him. Seven times in the back. Seven times. That's more bullets than you need to kill zombies. You wouldn't need that much silver to kill a vampire or a, a werewolf. There, that officer needs to be charged with attempted murder. That man is paralyzed. He's paralyzed from the waist down. Um, we are all hopeful that it is not permanent, but it's looking like it's going to be. And no one's going to jail for it. No one's being brought to justice for this terrible, terrible, terrible injustice that has been committed against a man. Whatever, whatever his past was, whether or not you know um, uh, those those charges were true, even if they were all true, and he was there and he wasn't supposed to be. There was still no excuse for shooting a man seven times in the back. Hell, crackheads wouldn't need seven shots to go down, okay? There's no reason. I have said it once. I will say it again. I will say it as many times as I need to until it is heard. All lives cannot matter until black lives matter.